Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Oh, technology. Gotta love it. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I almost said welcome back to a new season, and then I forgot that it's not. Well, a new welcome season. back we to a new a year. Yeah, twenty twenty-two. Ah, new year. Uh, Am I weird. in your first episode of the new year? Yeah, yeah. Welcome. We took a little oh. break. Welcome to Wes. He is our guest <laughs> host for the day. The episode ghost host. Yeah, it's like a ghost host, but instead of ghost, it's guest. Guest host. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Wes. Well, I'm a ghost. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been dead for a number of years. Um, just wandering this earth uh, in search of podcasts that will have me. Um, I am a co-host, uh, head co-host <laughs> of <laughs> We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. I'm... <laughs> A movie game show podcast where we uh, quiz each other on movies the other person hasn't seen, and we make fun of one another. That um, podcast has really, ruined just a my lot life. of negativity. That yeah. podcast has ruined my life. <laughs> First of all, I had to rewatch the Brave Little Toaster, a thing that I didn't want to do. However, I will say, because of that, I now remember the song "It's a B Movie," which is amazing. And so I listen to that all the time. So there's there's you know a light in the darkness here. I've but, been wanting to rewatch The Brave Little Toaster, but now I feel like I don't want to because I want to keep it in my memory how I remembered it as a you'd child. You'd probably still like it, honestly. I probably I just have would. Such I like a lot of we all all things. of us here know my absolute one thousand percent distaste, to put it mildly, of that stupid freaking blanket. My mom, my mother, texted me after listening to the episode. And she was like. Oh, I remember your hatred of that blanket. It's the whole reason you wouldn't watch that movie. We didn't buy that movie because of that blanket. And I was like, yeah. It's terrible. It doesn't make any sense. Apparently, she doesn't like it very much either, so. That doesn't surprise me. No, it's a very it's... annoying blanket. Yeah. I mean, all it does is whine. That's his character. There's no growth for it. No, there's literally you know? no growth. It never finds love, security, or money. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> what does it want? <gasps> what were Ethan and I watching? And I was like, why didn't... It, like, this is the perfect movie for uh, love, security, and money. Hold on. Ethan. What? What movie were we watching where we were like, this is the perfect perfect example of love, security, and money? There are a lot of those. No, it was recent. Oh, it's a spoiler for Wes? No. Oh, it's a spoiler for Wes? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Never mind. You don't get to know. Huh. Is it a movie that you guys are watching coming up? Or? I think it's on... They have, like, a list of movies that they intend to show each other, so I think it's on one gotcha. of those movies. Okay. Now Wes is going to go even searching. Decided, we haven't even decided what we're going to be watching next. So, oh, Ethan uh, decided already, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> well, I don't even try to know. But... I should also stipulate something about my mother. My mother does not like cartoons. She's going to come at me and be like, I don't dislike cartoons. And she's wrong because the entirety of my childhood, anytime I would put on a cartoon, she'd go, oh, this one. SpongeBob <laughs> hates it. Fairly Odd Parents hates it. Cat Dog hated so it. So she likes the classic cartoons, right? I don't even know. Like she the old Mickey she likes Mouse Rocky cartoons. and Bullwinkle. I think Rocky and Bullwinkle is her North Star cartoon. And nothing will ever reach Rocky and Bullwinkle. Which, don't get me wrong, Rocky and Bullwinkle is amazing. It's smart, but the animation's not great. <laughs> I mean, it was the 60s. There's only so much they could do. It's It, 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 it had its charm. But hey, we you know, Rocky and Bullwinkle show did bring us the uh, early aughts Rocky and Bullwinkle movie with Jason Alexander mm. and I think, uh, like... Renee Russo or something, and it's never seen it. CG Rocky and Bullwinkle. All right, I know what I'm doing next time on the podcast. <laughs> I think it kind of started the trend of the idea of cartoons coming to our world. I don't and know then if it was before or human. after. I think it was. Well, <laughs> it was after Space Jam, but I don't know if it was before or after Looney Tunes back in action. Now I gotta look it up. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle. 
Wow, I did not type any of those words. Bullwinkle. Just from, okay, that's from 2000. Looney Tunes. Back It's from 2003. So Rocky and Bullwinkle was first there. But Space Jam was like 1996 or something. Yeah. Oh, it's from 2021. <laughs> 1996, I was exactly right. Hell yeah. Look at you. You know your movies. I I know my 90s dates for some reason. Like, I know... I know when movies come... I got, I got a pretty good guess of, like, when movies come out. Like, Ethan and I were watching a movie the other day, and we do this thing now. I, I, I You both know about it, but just as a reminder to people who listen to this, Ethan and I like to do this thing where we watch horrible movies when we're having downtime during the week. And uh, one of them we watched... Oh, what was it called? Uh, hold on. I can I can find it very easily. But it starred Renee Zellweger and uh, Ewan McGregor. And it was, like, almost okay. And then it just had these times where it would, like, flip back and forth and being, like... Like, it was the most roller coaster movie we bought. We're like, this is pretty good. This is awful. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. What was it? What was it? Surprise. It's the one that Wes is watching coming up. No. <laughs> oh, Down With Love. Uh, Never heard of it. And he was like, this is from 2007. Like, definitely. I was like, this is early 2000s. It was 2003. I win. Nice job. I'm better. <laughs> also, Ethan is like the worst person when it comes to time and dates. So totally. he's really, that's not a hard competition. He has no concept of history. None. None. <laughs> it is his only flaw. Like he, like he is so smart in every other thing except math. Be- <laughs> he, I don't know. What did he say? I have no flaws. He just shouted. Oh. <laughs> another room. You're not supposed to be listening to me. He really wants to record with us. He's just listening. Yeah, he's like you a know, dog one might consider eavesdropping to be a flaw. Oh, so. and since his name is Ethan, he's technically eavesdropping. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> this is why I'm friends with Sarah. She laughs at my absolutely awful jokes, even when she doesn't want to. She's like a oh, I want to. I find job. them all entertaining, <laughs> <laughs> even when they're not great. I find them entertaining. Uh, anyway, today we're talking about Camp Rock because Wes specifically asked to come on for this movie. Uh, Wes, did you rewatch Camp Rock recently or are you going off of what you remember? Uh, I watched it, I think on Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. But yeah, the last time I watched it it. was the premiere (laughs) of the movie. I'm pretty sure I watched it also when it first came out, but I didn't remember pretty much anything except for two songs that they play yeah. on the Disney station on XM every once in a while. But yeah. uh, and I I'd, I'd never seen it because in 2008 I was very anti Disney Channel for reasons you know, the housing that... market crash. Yeah. That was after High School Musical, right? Yeah, High School Musical. It was like a it was only like a year or two after though. Yeah. Yeah, they were in their musical boom. Yeah, it was a, it, this was the direct response to High School Musical for sure. Yeah. Let's throw some more famous response. people in the musical. <laughs> it was. I can't remember. Were the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato? I could, we probably talked about this before, but were they big stars? The Jonas this movie, Brothers or did this were. I think Demi Lovato was like a guest star. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think like I don't think Sunny with a Chance had come out yet. I think that was after. And now I gotta look it up because I can't just <laughs> say these checks. things and not not be truthful. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, no, let me just search, please. Son, and the Jonas Sony. Brothers had already released Year 3000, I think. Yeah, they had, oh. for sure. Because that came out when I was in middle school, because I remember, this is a really weird poll, but we were doing banking studies in, like, our info studies class, to, like, prep us for, for how to use checks, which definitely was I helpful. remember that class. That was, like, the one real-life thing that I remember is writing yep. checks. <laughs> and there was a girl, there was a girl in my class who kept going, I, I... What did she say? She's like, I'm making account 3,000. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Starting with a Chance was after this. It started in 2009. I guess I should look up what the heck else before Camp Rock. Demi and Selena were both on Barney, I believe. Yeah. As the bell rings. I know. I was just looking that up. I have no idea what that is. Are the conversations occurring be- between class periods. Is this a Disney thing? I think for all... Into- 
in uh intents and purposes camp rock was really her first yeah it was her breakthrough role for sure anyway um yeah so Wes, just as a reminder of how our show works because uh, i don't know i don't i know ethan told you but just just so you were aware uh we do kind of three things in our show we do uh, we find a moral that's hidden or not so well hidden in the movie, and we rank how, how well it did. We rank how well this movie holds up in the test of time. Uh, and then we also give it our overall feelings ranking, which is an, a grading scale of A, B, C, D, F. Gotcha. I sound so excited about that. And our Fs are precious. <laughs> <laughs> we only have, what, two Fs? And they're for ones that no, are so bad. No, we have one F. We have one F. One only we have like one. three we want D minus minuses, but only one F. Minutemen, I love you. <laughs> now I gotta look up Minutemen. It's it's amazing. I will watch Minutemen. With, I don't think Ethan's seen it either, so we can all have a, a watch of of Minutemen. Oh, we could quiz them about Minutemen. We could on their podcast. <laughs> I think I vaguely remember this. So our F movies are the movies that are so bad they're good, and we've only had one of them, and it's really disappointing because it was so fun because it was so awful. Mm-hmm. But the the performers did a really good job, but like everything else was bad, so they were doing such a good job with it that it was funny how bad the writing was. <laughs> yeah. Um. The so the the like uh, thumbnail for this movie on Disney Plus is a photo obviously of the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato. Kevin looks like he got caught doing something bad and is trying to hide it. <laughs> in the straightened hair. Oh, his straightened uh, hair is disgusting. No. I feel so bad for him. His straightened hair with his, his little vest thing and his scarf. Oh, man. Because, like, I, I kind of get why they made him straighten his hair, but also, like, Nick Jonas has his hair curly, but Joe Jonas has his hair straight. Both of yeah. those work for them. Why couldn't they just leave Kevin alone? <laughs> I wonder if it was his choice, though. A lot of guys straightened their hair back in the 2000s. I don't... But my thing is, like, with Disney and them being quote-unquote famous, like, I... I don't know why I said quote-unquote. They were famous. Like, there's only so much hold they had on their own lives. True. So it just makes me wonder. Oh, oh Camp man. Rock 2, in that picture, Kevin has his regular, like, curly-ish hair. Oh, he does. God, he looks so much better. So does Joe. Yeah, so does Joe. The weird thing is the straight hair kind of worked for Joe. Honestly, the short like the short hair he has now works the best, but that's just yeah. my opinion. Agreed. Um, all right. So Camp Rock is rated TVG. It's from 2008. It's an hour 36. It's coming of age music and musical. Why is it music and musical? Just because they... Because it's... About it, music, and there's also music. Such in a it. failure in that regard. As a musician, <laughs> it hurt me how badly the music portion is portrayed in this movie. It's it's like they were like, let's make a movie about a music camp, but let's also just totally bastardize the music aspect so that it's all just about the songs. Yeah. Mm. Like they don't learn anything about music, they just sing. <laughs> there's also no camp aspects of this movie. Like yeah. there's nothing. Yeah. That revolves around it being a camp. Like, they barely do anything that's camp-oriented, which is so weird. At that point, like, having been to a music camp myself for many years, which was which took place at a university, that's where a music camp t- takes place. Like, you don't... It's not going to be out in the woods and, like, <laughs> trying to pretend that it's, like, a summer camp. Like, uh, my music camp that I went to was at a university. Everything felt like we were taking classes and we were rehearsing 80% of the time. And then all of our food, which the point of this movie is that her mom gets to be the cook at the at the camp, and that's how she's able to go. At my camp, it was the university's cafeteria, and they had a soft serve machine, and that's what I ate 90% of the time, so. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I like the idea of it being in the woods, just because I'm, like, a nature, yeah. like, campy type of person in that aspect, but I would have liked to see more of the classes aspect yeah. of it, like, incorporated into that. There's no, there's no problem with it have being in the woods. I mean, band camp, the like American Pie band camp, that took place in the woods too. But it's like there was, there's problems with that, especially. Okay, first of all, there were way too many different types of instruments for this to oh, be yeah, a music for camp. camp rock. Yeah, <laughs> like the like, music camp that <laughs> I went camp to. Camp rock, but forms. we're gonna be cla- camp classical. <laughs> so I went to two separate music camps. I'm actually just remembering. 
I went to one that was specifically string camp, which was, like, only violins, cellos, basses, violas, that. Like, there weren't guitars or anything. It was just, like, orchestra instruments. And Mm -hmm. then when I was in high school, I went to a music camp that had separate kind of denominations. There was orchestra, and then there was band, and then there was voice. And they were pretty separate. Like, they were, and they, again, was at a university but like I feel like there was just no I get that it was supposed to be camp rock but there was also like (laughs) the the instruments that they had at that point when he was like trying to find who Mitchie was were like the most random assortment of instruments and I was like what and why are they all just playing by themselves in the woods (laughs) and there's like there's like rock instruments singing dancing yeah, the dancing is what oh, got yeah, me. The dancing part of it, yeah. <laughs> then there's the kids that we see just setting up the lights and sound equipment. Yeah. And then there's also the kids who are just there to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, are they are they paying just to go there and just the <laughs> immerse audience. themselves? They're, they're the audience route. So they're learning how to crowd surf. They're learning oh how to mosh. <laughs> How, how to, to be clap a on two and four instead yeah. of one and three. <laughs> yeah, how to how to be yeah how to be a groupie. How to uh, how to properly route yourself when you're chasing a band. Like they learn from the freaking what are they called? Like the the deadheads, the Grateful Dead people. Never Not that any of us that. would know no that because <laughs> we're all, I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, let me read the big blurb and then we can get into more details about how the semantics <laughs> of this movie are garbage. All right, so when teen Mitchie finally gets a chance to attend the music camp of her dreams, she discovers that many of the campers have famous pedigrees. One of them does. There's only one of them that has famous pedigrees. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I really, yeah, I thought they were all going to be in this one more. I remembered them being in it more. But But even so, like, he wasn't a camper. He was an, Joe was an instructor. I don't remember what his name was in this movie. Oh, I wrote it. Um, Shane? Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, after an encounter with the arrogant singer of the popular group Connect Three, parentheses, the Jonas Brothers, Mitchie may, may, Mitchie may well be on her way to making her vocal pipe dream of reality. Boo on that line. <laughs> vocal pipe dream. She'll just have to take her chance with confidence and never look back. Mm. Okay. Sarah, what's the mini blurb? Uh, mini blurb is... Mitchie gets the chance to spend a summer at a prestigious music camp. That's it. <laughs> Very basic. But th- that's fine. I wrote my own blurb, too. Yeah, read oh, it. Do it. Yeah. Good. Despite supposed financial woes in the family, Mitchie goes to Camp Rock with the help of her mom who leaves her blossoming new catering company <laughs> and absent father to become camp chef. Meanwhile, Shane from Connect 3, a popular boys band, attends Camp Rock to detox, only to hear a mysterious girl sing an okay song that he loves. (laughs) After much dancing, singing, flirting, and bullying, the two finally unite in a duet at Final Jam that would make any parent want to get their pubescent daughter on birth control. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's the best blurb. That's, That's the best. To fill in a couple of the gaps, I guess. So there's also this, so the famous pedigree camper is this, like, really famous, like, Taylor Swiftian Grammy Award winning pop star's daughter and her little posse. And Mitchie was like, I gotta get in with them. And she turns out to be terrible. And then there's also uh, Allison Stoner plays this dj music producer who makes the worst music ever it's worst barely beats. music um and then there's also uh yeah the hip-hop dance class which is just it's just the worst <laughs> dancing ever created everyone and, get your hats oh yeah everyone get your hats <laughs> oh god it wasn't even hip-hop it was like i don't even know what to describe that dance style as it was Oh, it was the whitest dancing I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. uh, and I then, wonder who choreographed this. Me- this is, wasn't a Kenny Ortega one, too, was it? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, I was like, I, <laughs> um, I hope not. So, and also, everyone does their own singing in this movie, except for the girl who wins the final jam. Spoiler. 
she doesn't do her own singing and it's really obvious and she just stands there like kind of strumming a guitar and you can see she's like moving her lips and it's like this is an adult woman's voice for this yeah. teenage girl also oh my god the voices were so overly edited it was so gross yeah i think there was one group of singers that we actually liked and they were only in it for two seconds oh yeah the, the trio yeah 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 uh, the other thing uh, about this movie oh, is that yeah. <laughs> Mitchie lies that she's the daughter of a famous music producer who lives in China, and so that's a huge crux of the film. It's also, like, a huge part of what the moral is about... Yeah. I'm guessing the moral has something to do about being truthful or not lying or something, yeah, but we'll, probably. we'll figure that out. Especially um, about China. Yeah, it's actually about China. <laughs> moral, don't lie about China. Don't lie about China. No line about China. Camp Rock. That was a sick. That was a sick rhyme, guys. It- <laughs> you just ignored me. All right, who directed this movie? <laughs> Wes is sitting there trying to think of the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I did not catch it. <laughs> Lina in China. Yeah. Oh. So the director is Matthew Diamond, who directed The Wiz Live. Some episodes of Jane the Virgin. Something called Dance Maker. Oh, yeah, Dance Maker. Yeah. Uh, Camp Rock is not even in their, like, top recommended things that they directed. They've mostly directed, like, teen shows. They didn't even direct Camp Rock 2. And then the writers are all women except for one person. Let's see. One person has written a bunch of TV shows named Karen Gist or Gist. I don't know. Uh, Another person has written a bunch of or produced a bunch of TV shows named Regina Hicks. That's insane. Sorry. Um, So one of the writers is Julie Brown, who was in Clueless as Miss Stoger, who was the gym teacher. Which is, a, hmm. it's just something for me. That's just a, that's just a thing for me. And then Paul Brown has been a producer on weird shows. Quantum Leap, The X-Files. But he was a writer for this movie. Why are there four people who wrote this movie? <laughs> Truly insane. Too many, too many writers. Cough, cough, oh. Encanto. Oh, yeah, I was just <laughs> I was like, what was that other movie we just watched with all the writers? <laughs> I just looked at Camp Rock 2. Uh, first of all, the director Uh-oh. is Paul Hohen. Uh-oh. Uh, and one of the writers is Dan Berenson. Uh-oh. What did he do before? I, we'll get there, but it's, those are two names. I know Paul Hohen did uh, Look at the Irish. Uh. So And Dan Berenson did a bunch of them. And has they both have very hit or miss lists. So okay, uh, like, I remember talking about these people. I just couldn't remember what they did. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a trip. I'm excited. I'm excited for Camp Rock 2 anyway because of the chant, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's what we were looking forward to the whole time in this movie. Yeah, I thought it got the, to be like 20 minutes left. We're in... like, where's the chant? And then it was the final jam, so we knew it wasn't gonna happen in this movie. Oh, so once upsetting. I started watching, Takara was like, you know, this isn't the one with the chant, right? <laughs> Takara like, would know. <laughs> well, we have something to look forward to in the second one now. It's fine. The transition from camp to cult. Honestly, that's what the that's what it should be called. It should be called Camp Rock Two from Camp to the Cult. cult. <laughs> uh, well, Wes, do you want to start with the test of time first or the moral? What should we dive into? Uh, I guess the moral. We can. We did dive touch into. on it a little bit before. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have anything written down for what you think the moral might be? Yeah, I mean, I think the most obvious one is yeah, be yourself, be honest to yourself. Yeah, be true yeah. to yourself. Or you'll never know if you don't try. I think someone explicitly says that. <laughs> oh, I love picking out quotes from direct quotes from the movie. I love it. Uh. <laughs> um, but there are some other ones like people. In at least the Camp Rock universe, people can produce helium. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Such as the scene where they're blowing up balloons and you see all the the balloons behind them floating. (laughs) I didn't even catch that. (laughs) 
This movie had so many problems. First of all, there were so many songs where there were multiple people singing, but it was only one person shown on screen singing. Like, there was that duet between Joe Jonas and yeah. Demi Lovato, and there were, like, three people singing, and it was like, where's this third person? And I was like, oh, they're just hiding in the bushes, like, singing backup for him on this yeah. little date. <laughs> and then there was, like, and the thing is, if they had leaned into that, like, if that was a part of the camp culture, like, if it, like, that would be campy. If there was, like, yeah. oh, if you see people singing, you gotta harmonize. Like, that's, that's required. Like, that would yeah. been so I feel fun. like that would be, like, a teen beach type of thing to, like, pan over to people on the side and, like, really play into it. Yeah. Uh, this movie needed more that camp. That's what so well. In yeah. so many ways. It took itself way too seriously. So seriously. <laughs> For, yeah, something that I feel like is unrealistic. Like you said, I've <laughs> never heard of a... A music camp that takes place in the woods. I know. <laughs> Especially for what seems to be just a span of a week. I know. That's yeah, so we crazy. were trying to figure out how long this was supposed to be. I'm like, is this a whole summer thing? Because in the beginning, it made it sound like it was like a whole summer camp. Yeah. Also, like, but I it don't seemed like... like a week's worth of events. I yeah. don't want to be rude, but like, the mom in the beginning of the movie was like, we cannot afford to send you to Camp Rock. And I was like, okay, it's got to be like a month. It's got to be the full summer. Like, that's a lot of money. I know week-long summer camps are not cheap. Don't get me wrong. But, like, that's a couple hundred dollars. It's like... And they have that house? Take out a second mortgage. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> or if she really wanted to go, I feel like she could also, like... Well, I guess she probably... There are usually parents, scholarship but... programs. And you, yeah. There are ways that you can, like, yeah. work, quote-unquote. Like, you can... There's usually, like, cleaning scholarships. And, like, there are usually, like, cook scholarships. Like... There are, it's just like, there's just some semantics of this movie that I, it, it, I have trouble suspending disbelief about. Yeah. I was surprised I that she didn't get to go for free when her parents were working in the kitchen there. They're like, oh, we're going to work there. So you get a discount for your, I'm like, really? I would have figured. <laughs> and then she also still had free. to work in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think if there's anything we learned about, especially the food aspect of Camp Rock is that they're insanely cheap. Yeah. Uh, did but you the, see some of the plates that yeah. like the one was just spaghetti noodles with like a bowl of bell peppers <laughs> oh or the taco God. scene where she, yeah, the, the one taco. girl takes a taco shell and then like a pile Tomato. of shredded lettuce <laughs> yeah lettuce. <laughs> cheese i don't know what it was but yeah there was they just had plates of plain noodles at one point yeah hey plain noodles can be good though <laughs> I didn't think there was any sauce. I thought they just put some noodles in a <laughs> in a boiling pot. Here's the thing, it. though: you, we all we've all met those middle school kids that eat like nothing but chicken tenders and buttered oh, yeah. spaghetti. I ate buttered noodles. All but the these time. are all rich kids. Excuse and, like, me. Rich kids are more likely to be picky because they they will eat what they want instead of being you know they have to eat what they're given because that's all that they have. But to not have the option of sauce and just, like, only serve noodles <laughs> is so strange. Like, everyone just had plain noodles. Not one person. Hey, maybe they're and all, also they're all like, picky. It was less to pick up the, when they spilled the food on each other, I guess. <laughs> the mob is trying to start uh, her catering industry. Is this really the note she wants to start off on? Hey, maybe her whole deal is that she wants to be the plain noodle lady. You can get all different kinds of noodles. You can get spinach noodles, zucchini noodles. You can get, but you don't get any sauce. You just take the noodles. <laughs> and uh, you want them to cater like a wedding? <laughs> you yeah. want that? Wedding noodles. No. <laughs> what do we want for our wedding? Plain noodles. <laughs> do Lettuce we want a cake? Tacos. No, more noodles. <laughs> oh man, no, the cake is like that. That the the noodles from Elf, where he puts like marshmallows and chocolate sauce and sauce oh, and maple yeah. syrup in it. That's their cake. <laughs> Wes is seriously <laughs> contemplating this for his <laughs> own wedding. <laughs> <in the future. laughs> but I think another uh, moral, though, is that music should only be for the privileged elite. Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, yeah. that is what it seems like. Only white kids and a few kids of color and everyone else is not allowed to make any sort of pop music whatsoever. This yeah. is also not rock music, people. This should be called camp pop. Camp pop, yeah. Yep. 
They look like they're rock stars, but they're... Do they... they do they yeah. look like they're rock stars? Uh, do they look like kids that are walking around a high school? In my quintessential rock star is Drake Bell, and they looked like him. <laughs> they did look like Drake <laughs> Bell. The same straightened hair. They looked like they were going to groom some kids in the near future. It's fine. <laughs> Hot take. Oh, no, not him, too. Oh, he's in, a, he's oh, in some no. deep, deep trouble. He's. Have you not heard about this at all, Sarah? No. Ooh. He's moved to Mexico. This is just like Mexico. the other one you're telling about, Kira. I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> Wait, I don't keep up with celebrity news. He moved to Mexico and he changed his name to Drake Cabana. And no now he's way. In, he and then he he yeah. like didn't marry, but he like groomed a like 15 or 16 year old into living oh, with him. God. And oh my gosh, it's 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 gnarly. Wait, who else was like? Oh. Who else was I talking to you about? Oh, we were talking about. We were talking about Chris Pratt, and then we started oh, talking yeah. about someone else, and I can't remember who. I don't remember who we were talking about anyone else besides. We were talking about actors who oh, canceled actors. end up doing voice acting, even though they're not voice actors. We were talking about the Mario movie specifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who? There's a movie that we were watching, and I don't remember what it is, and I won't say because it, it probably is going to be another one that's possibly for Ethan Wes's podcast, but it was like all canceled actors like it was oh. like oof it was it was a time i was just gonna bother me i can't you should ask ethan if he remembers who we were talking about because that was another one i'm like i had no idea <laughs> i'll figure it out I mean, you te- <laughs> text, e- text ethan he'll get back to you he's not doing anything what's hot tunes what was hot tunes supposed to be what is hot tunes hot tunes in the sh- in the in the movie, she said that her mom was president of oh, Hot Tunes, China. Of Hot what Tunes. is it was Hot Tunes? Like a, it was supposed to be like a record company. It was supposed to be the Atlantic Records of kids' pop in China. Duh. Oh, it I think was very it, unclear to me. Yeah, I mean my my own my morals are really that uh, you can pretend to play an instrument and it's totally fine. Fake your way through life. Uh, obviously, be true to yourself. Don't be ashamed of who you really are. You let yourself shine some garbage like that. <laughs> Sarah, do you have any, any other ones? Do you have any other lines from the movie? Uh, I didn't write down any, and I'm really... Well, I, I did write really down. I were. Uh, the mom at one point said, you don't have to lie about who or what you are. Are we talking about morals? I was texting Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, are we just talking about something else now? No. So that's what I wrote down. The whole thing about not pretending to be someone else. Yeah. Um... Someone said the experience is what you win. <laughs> Not the what journey, it's what you win. I don't know. I don't even remember who said it. I didn't write down who. I think the it's moral It's been too is... long since we watched it. We watched it almost yeah. a week ago. We watched it a week ago and then I had a trip and I just forgot everything that happened. I think the moral of this movie is actually whatever major loser. So. Oh my gosh. I thought that was a thing before 2008. I think Apparently it was. Not. I think that was okay. from like they five years prior, and they brought it back. Yeah, because that seems like it almost seems like a, a like a nineties thing. Yeah. So yeah. What's the other one? Um, loser, loser, double loser, or something. I don't know. <laughs> These were said so much to me that Take I just a picture, blocked whatever. them out. <laughs> oh, I had. I, yeah, I had so many whatevers done to me all the time. But people, my kids in my in my grade in my school were so mean and so like. <sighs> angsty thinking they were cooler than they were that they would do whatever and then they would flip me off and i'm oh like my gosh <laughs> yeah and i'm like what did i do okay so there was a kid in my class who was severely anti-semitic and actually like would really genuinely like rip me to pieces in one of my classes and finally i like bawled to my counselor and i was like i cannot be in the same room as him i am afraid for my life and and then there was a group of the kids in my class, these boys, and they were like, we're so sorry. We had no idea. We were just, we were just part of peer pressure. And then he sat me down with uh, this boy and me, and I was wearing these boots that were breast cancer support Uggs. And I said, like, to Mary, because they were the, the uh, this woman, my friend's stepmother who died from breast cancer, and he would make fun of them. And I was like, dude, okay, first stop making fun of my breast cancer boots. And also stop making fun of me for literally just being Jewish. And once he was sat down with me, he's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just voicing my opinions. And the teacher was oh like, my gosh. You, can't, you can't do that. And he was like, no, I just, I think it's okay. Her boots are ugly. 
And what like, the heck? she's not Christian. And I was like, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> it's okay. He got married at like 21 oh and is divorced now. <laughs> I was gonna say, so he's had his come up a little bit. It. As, a, as an educator, uh, I'm pretty sure it's improper when uh, a student comes forward with claims of bullying to then have the victim sit down with the bully. It's in terrible. The first it's really bad. Like, <laughs> looking sure back at it, I'm not like, proper protocol. Anything, especially not at that age. That's not going to solve anything. No, it was really bad. And also, he, like, he then spread really vicious rumors about me that lasted for the rest of the year or two. I think it was, I think this was eighth grade. I would have to Ugh, like go back year. and think about it, but that was a horrible year. Seventh and eighth grade were terrible years, except seventh grade I had great teachers and eighth grade I did not. <laughs> but oh man, that was a that was a time. But he, he he's getting what he deserves. It's fine. When you're Stoughton, divorced by twenty eight, this was in our face class. This was in our family whatever the like home ec class we had family in eighth grade with Mr. What's his yeah. name. And the, he, so our our home ec teacher in eighth grade in like that, that year in eighth grade, Wes was like a hippie that would talk about how he ate his wife's placenta uh, like all the time, like constantly talked about it. We learned nothing in that class, and he would show us videos. <laughs> there was like a whole kitchen sector. We did not use it. Like we really? cooked. I wonder if one we had a thing. different. Uh, we made a few things, but they're all like really basic things that like I already knew how to make. I'm like, why are we? It's like an omelet. I'm like, this is stupid. Well, yeah. Mrs. Wolf made like the thing is, yeah, we also just repeated what we cooked in at Sand Hill, like almost exactly. So that, I think that's also the other thing is that like he didn't do anything differently from what we learned two years before that. But we were dang, you guys were cooking at Sand Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also did uh like that was also our health class. So he also taught us about like, you know reproduction and everything <laughs> yeah and he yeah. was creepy like oh, him no. teaching us about like uteruses and things it was not fun and that was another that was another point oh my god repressed <laughs> the memories <laughs> it's all coming remember, back oh no no so there was like so i remember i like i vividly remember where i was sitting in this class so it was like one of those like three three rows of tables where it was like the tables were all connected and I was in the middle row and to the left and there was like all of the boys in the row behind me would just gang up on me. I don't even remember who the other boys were because they actually genuinely apologized to me and stopped doing it. But he never gave up. And also he never, like, they never kicked him out of the class. They never did anything. Uh, well, you remember this. That doesn't surprise me. Our assistant so principal at that, <laughs> the thing is, our assistant principal at that school was so misogynistic was, and yeah, sexist. Yeah. I'm partially lucky for me is that I'm pretty sure that was eighth grade and I'm pretty sure that's the year well, eighth grade was the year that I was out for a month with a like virus that basically just destroyed my immune system. Oh uh, yeah. Thankfully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but when I came back it like all just restarted. But with all the bullying and everything. But our yeah, our assistant principal would genuinely like if there was a problem with like the girl students, he would either blame it on how they dressed uh, he would say that they need to get. Pick he told one of my one of my classmates that they just needed to be prettier. Um, <laughs> what the heck? yeah, uh, this shouldn't surprise me. I know who this is. Like, yeah, this he was fired a couple but... of years later. It finally, they were finally able to like get enough on him. But like he, it, if there was a girl that was pretty, he would hit on them. Like he would, he would like disgusting. call certain students to his office and just like talk with them for like an hour. Um, and then bo- he was, he was like the most adamant about boys will be boys and just let them be boys. So like, that's basically what came from, uh, my meeting, like this thing with this kid who was bullying me. And he was like, well, boys just need to get this out of their system. And what's weird is that our principal principal was really cool, but she had no power because she was brand new. Mm. I can't remember. Did that principal start the year after I left? I think Cause so. Cause I think I, I had, I'm pretty sure it was a male principal when I was there. Yeah. She yeah. she started I believe she was the principal, or she was she was somewhere else in the in the district before she came over to River Bluff, and she's a great principal like she's good like she's she's got a tough skin, she listens to kids like she's good or she was at least, um I have no idea what she is like now, but she she was great but she had literally no pull. Because and he also treated her like crap because he was the assistant principal and he thought he was going to be promoted and he wasn't. Yeah. And so it was a And mess. she was a female in power. I'm sure he loved that. Yeah. No, he was disgusting. 
Anyway, um, anyway, back- Ethan got back to me. It was a uh, Fez from that seventy oh, show yeah, who we were talking about. <laughs> I had no idea. He also groomed a girl. Yeah, many apparently. The fact that he was able to get a an acting gig in such a high profile movie makes me very upset. Yeah, but anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's thank let, you, I'd, Camp Rock, for <laughs> uncovering all of this. Yeah, thanks, Camp Rock. I needed this in my life. This was uh, a deep dive. This episode. <laughs> I feel my mom is going to listen to this. I'm sure. I, I hope she remembers all of this happening. I'm sure I've told her before, but if I didn't, sorry, mom, you're learning about this trauma that I had in eighth grade. <laughs> oh. Oh, um, I feel like Oregon's looking a little bit better. And better. Hey, Oregon, <laughs> maybe the school is looking better. Their extracurriculars are looking pretty bad right now. Yeah. Uh, did, did you hear about the Amen. whole Shadow Armada thing that went on? Oh, yeah, and I I know people who are involved. So yeah. uh, one of them being one of the one of them being me. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Another person. It that sounds I'm glad. like. I'm glad Shadow Armada is unattractive. <laughs> Shadow Armada is getting purchased by some person in Kentucky or something. What? It shouldn't be owned by a singular person. That'll make it worse. Especially in Kentucky. But. <laughs> <laughs> How random! Why would you? Why wouldn't you just start a new? I'm so confused. <laughs> well, it's because Shadow Armada itself is not old. Like they switched to DCI like five years ago. Oh. And they got that name recognition. They really don't. Shadow Armada it only changed that halfway through my term in it. So it's a, I could talk well, about Well, for that, our listeners, Shadow Armada is a is a competitive marching band that <laughs> I was a part of. That people are Wes, like, what are it, Shadow Armada? <laughs> yeah, it was a it was it was a competitive marching band that my sister and I were a part of. Uh, that was originally connected to Wes's school district. And it was mm-hmm. one of the but most... people from other school districts went. Yeah. That's why... Pretty much anyone could, could join into it. It was basically like a summer camp, but uh, from hell. And it was super toxic and super misogynistic. And they would make you... There was like corporal punishment in the form of uh, uh-huh. excessive exercise to the point where I lost 15 pounds due to excessive vomiting from overheating oh and... Uh, over exercising and not being able to breathe correctly my first year and yet I still did it for two more years. Because But look at you now. You love music more (laughs) deeply than ever before. Here's the thing. I've talked about I've talked about this a little bit, but that mixed with my high school band teacher mixed with a couple other things. I should be a musician. Like that should be the route that I went professionally. That is, like, everything about me. Like, I'm very musically inclined. Like, I can make harmonies out of things. Like, it's just, I can pick up an instrument really, really quickly. I should be a musician. However, so many people along my path have just trampled on that. And I just went, I don't want this anymore. Like, I just, and it's sad, but also, like, I make music the way I want to make it now. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You should just join a community band like me and just play for fun. I can't because of COVID. That's true. Yeah. They did send out an email for my community band. They're like, we're getting back together. We're getting the band back together. (laughs) And then like two weeks later, the variant got really bad. And now it's probably not happening anymore. But it's Wisconsin. I wasn't even going to go. They're like, let us know if you're interested. I'm like, no, I work in a nursing home. I'm not going to go play in a band during COVID. (laughs) Uh. Anyway, the moral of this movie is probably uh, <laughs> <laughs> is probably music is toxic. <laughs> yeah, music is toxic. Beware of the no, toxicity of music. Uh, but it's probably it is probably just like you know, don't lie and let your be your true self. Don't lie yeah. about who you are and let yourself shine. Let yourself shine. Uh, Sounds I good. I found the uh, the word of mouth. Uh, messaging going on in the movie where uh, uh, Shane was looking for the singer of the song. Oh, yeah. And he just told one person and then it just like, all of these yeah. kids are really good at the game of telephone. First yeah. of all, that the message was being like dispersed uh, what was, accurately. What was the line? I'm looking for the, the girl with the voice or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just with the voice. The girl with the voice. Anyone with a voice. 
Also, the fact that he remembered exactly what the song's lyrics were and what they sounded like is insane. Yeah. And I Makes was really me believe that he's that... stolen songs. What's the girl's name? Tess? Is that the one that was supposed to be like the yeah. main one? Yeah, yeah, How she, like, found the journal of Mitchie's lyrics, and then I thought she was going to steal them and incorporate them into her song so that Shane would think it was her song, but she I know, did and she that. didn't do that. Which yeah. Was, I guess <laughs> I'm like, like, what was the point? It was less predictable, but also, like, yeah, what was the point? I guess just to it, figure out who he was looking for and to sabotage her by exposing that her mom's the cook? I don't know. It feels like at the last third of the movie, the writers of this movie just were like, let's give Tess and all of her backup singers, like, their own stories all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, and, like, and they take just happen to know all these other songs yeah. as backup <laughs> for the so competition. Weird. So the movie that actually, I was like, I know we need to be yourself for a movie already. And that was Radio Rebel, Sarah. Oh, boy. And this one is a little bit, like, this isn't dragged out as much as Radio Rebel is in regards to, like, who is she? Because, like, more people kind of know that she's a singer and, like, it's, I don't know. It's it's different in that regard, but I'm not saying it does it better. <laughs> I think it does it a little better in this movie. But yeah. I, maybe it's just because I really didn't like Radio Rebel as a movie that I'm being more harsh on it. I'm trying to find No, it right I think now. it does do it a little bit better because this one, it's like, she doesn't sing all the time, so you don't necessarily know what her singing voice sounds like. Radio Rebel, she talks all the time. Why would people not recognize her speaking voice? Yeah. Um, I give Radio Plus, Rebel she... a five. I'm fine giving this like a five five. Do I have anything else at a five five? Wow, we have so many movies now. I have Upside Down Magic. It is I know, it's five five. That's perfect. All. Yeah, be the most of the something you can be. Sure, five five. Good match. <laughs> um. I have a lot of five seven fives. Holy cow! Um, I'm going between a five seven five and a six. I'm just trying to see what else I have at a six to see if those are better. Oh, I just gave Christmas again a six. Is this better or worse than Christmas again? <laughs> I think it's worse, so I'll probably stick with a five seven five. Makes sense. What are okay. you going to give it, Wes? Compared to all your other what? movies. What's the rating system? <laughs> a one to ten. One through ten. Yeah. Okay. Or zero through for the ten. Moral? Excuse me. Yeah. For, for how moral? well and test of time. Yeah. Oh, test of time as well. Um. And just an overall grade. Are we doing that one yet? Or yeah, no? we're not there yet. We got we got to talk about our okay. test of time first. We're just doing moral right now. Oh. Okay. So for the moral, I think for be yourself, I'll give it like a five. Yeah. It's pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm especially not since even you don't sure have any to like have to go around. Right, that's the problem. That's where like the middle of the line where it's like, yeah, this did okay, but did it follow through? Not really. <laughs> and also, how did it compare to other ones that did okay? Which you don't have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Rank the other ones. Hmm. Yeah, I think a five is good. Yeah, we're all on the same page now. And move on to test of time. Boy, oh, this boy, movie was this 2008. 2008. <laughs> that fashion. The clothes, the music, the slang. Oh my god. The money god. issues. The money <laughs> issues. The recession. The recession. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. This movie that I uh, this just the way they dressed Allison Stoner is just deplorable. So sad. <laughs> and with Kevin's hair. Oh, this movie held up like absolute trash. It did. I was trying to remember if there's other movies that were that in their era that are so outdated. I'm trying to... What did I give High School... I know I give High School Musical a higher ranking because High School Musical's music is at least like it kind of holds up. This music is bad. 2000s. High School Musical, I I gave a 6.75. This is so much lower than that. I give Pixel Perfect a 4. I give it High School Musical 6, so this has to go way down. Pixel I, Perfect. It kind of has vibes. Yeah, of Pixel I gave Perfect. that a four. I'm gonna do a the same as Pixel Perfect. I'm gonna do a four two five. I also give Minutemen a four. This is very similar in that regard as well. I'm I'm fine with a four. It held up very badly, but it's got kind of that you know nostalgic love for it. So I have to give it a little bit of bonus. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. <laughs> uh, 
I think it perfectly encapsulates. <laughs> it encaptures exactly uh, what 2008 was for it me. It is a time capsule. Yes, it really is. If anyone ever wants to know what 2008 looked like, it's it's that. It, oh. On the Disney Channel specifically. Well, not even that. Like that is what kids in my high school dress. I have pictures of me dressed kind of like Allison Stoner at certain points, like layering. Was yep. in, was so in. Like we had gone from the early two thousands of wearing as little clothes as possible to the late two thousands where it was wear as much clothes as possible. Yeah. Wear three tank tops layered on top of each other with a big chunky belt on top of that. <laughs> a, ta- a tank top over a t shirt over a long sleeve shirt. That was yeah. the route. That was the way to go. Over jeans, did skirt over jeans like that's. And then with a big chunky necklace, a uh, hair bandana, and your hair in that really horrible, choppy, long, straightened style. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say is that I never, I, I'm very glad that I was never in like the straighten your hair all the time era, mostly because oh, yeah. it takes two hours bare minimum for me to straighten my hair. Yeah. Because it's it so It used to thick. take me a really long time. My hair has gotten thinner, but since it has texture to it, it yeah. took a long time to... My hair, mine too. if you straighten my hair, I have to do it in like three levels. Like you have to do like the base level, oh, yeah. the mid level and the top level. And you have to do them twice because they, the kinks will all start coming out if you only do it once. And then it still comes. It only lasts uh, for like an hour and a it. half. It's not and worth it. And then it poofs out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so not worth it. I don't know how yeah. people dealt with that all the time. The one thing that they were missing from this that was very 2008 and I'm a little salty about it were... I guess it maybe was more like 2009, 2010, were those horrible, like, pompadour bangs that you, like, would flip up. Yeah, and there was that, that that infomercial for that thing that was the bump it. Oh, the bump it. Where you could I put it in the there bump. and then it would be even bigger. And so it was like this Remember huge Remember when you could pompadour. see people's bumpets and it would just be like this thing that you could see on there. Was a girl, there was a girl in your class who I don't remember her name, but she... I remember. Yep. She always had her hair every single day. Every day. There was like a group of them, obviously, but her I saw all the time. Oof. Oh, yeah. Wes, do you remember all these things from 2008? I do. I'm trying to find a picture of what I looked like from around that time. Oh, did you have long straightened hair? Let's all find a picture from 2008 (laughs) Sharon. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to add Ethan to that I'll put this on the Instagram when I... (laughs) Wes, you have to send me your picture so I can post it to our Instagram post. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, it wasn't even really of the era. It was just more reflective of my challenges with my uh, hygiene and oh, no. <laughs> my clothing. I feel like I never really went too outrageous with my style ever. So mine won't be as exciting. Oh, God, Wes, the hair. <laughs> I'm telling Ethan to share. I know what Ethan looked like in 2008. It's not much different than Wes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was your hair colored in this picture or is it just the lighting? Uh, nope. It, looks it was a lot all lighter. natural. You've got really blonde my hair. Looks really so. bright. My hair used to change color a little bit more based on the season. but. Oh Those man. What's really nice highlights. is that in 2008 I had photo albums on facebook oh that's where i'm just going through my profile pictures i can't i also only got facebook in like 2007 ish so i I got in 2007 i mean it only started being uh available in like 2006 2007 before that you had to have like the college requests oh man oh lord these are from 2007 i don't have very i have like two (laughs) oh is this from 2008 Hell yeah, it is! Oh, man, here it goes. <laughs> I was ready for that hip-hop dance class, baby. I love yeah, fedoras. The, <laughs> the brim hats, the vests. The, the lipstick, the, like, coal around my eyes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. That was when Sarah, like, Sarah and I were friends then. That's when, like, a few months after we started being friends. I might have to look through some of my actual, my albums. I could find a photo, probably, of 2008, Sarah. Okay, do it. Mine go from Homecoming to Prom in 2009. I don't know why I didn't add any of my own. Let me see. Where's that album? There it is. Okay. Let's see if I can find you in here. Unfortunately, in 2008, most of my 
pictures are from my uh oh shoot no i don't have anything most of my friend group is from a, my friends who were seniors that year so yeah i don't know if i have any i know that our our first our first photo together was in the fall of 2008 wasn't yeah, it was that the marching competition picture yeah let me yeah. okay sarah Sarah looks exactly the same. Like it's not. I Sarah know. That's what I'm like. There's nothing. There's she nothing. Did, exciting. She did not have a, an ugly period. She was. She oh, was fine. I the just. Ha- time. I've always had a plain period. Is the thing. <laughs> just more of a baby face, but yeah. We can post that picture. To I've Instagram. never. Yeah. I've never colored my hair. I have always had the same haircut because there's not a lot of things I can do with my type of hair. So, so my sister, my sister's, this, so we used to go to Disney World every three years and the way that we would be able to differentiate the trips is because of me because yeah. I was four years younger than her, obviously, but also I looked really different. When I was three, I looked like a long-haired three-year-old. When I was six, I had a bowl cut and looked like Anakin Skywalker from The Phantom <laughs> Menace. And when I was nine, I was this chunky little fat kid. And so it's like, that's how you're able to tell. And then when in 2009, when we went, I was, it was only me, obviously, not obviously, but my sister didn't go, but I had short hair again. And then in 2012, I had short hair again, but I was much thinner for reasons. And then when, uh, every year after that, you could tell because of me, because the next year my hair was really long. And then the year after that, uh, my, like, my sister wasn't there, but also my hair was shorter. It's like, it's me. Yeah, like, I can always I'm... tell by looking at our Disney pictures just based on your style. Yeah, my aesthetic. <laughs> um, anyway, now we get to the overall ranking of this movie. Uh, I'm going to break some hearts with the people on the internet, but this movie's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst it could be, but that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. Uh... All right, I got to go to... High School Musical, so I can put it below that. I can't remember what I gave that one. Oh, I don't remember what I gave High School Musical. I'm thinking I'm going to give this like a C plus. This feels very yeah, C plus I don't think it's. I don't think it's a B minus. Like I don't think I would watch Halloween Town two before I watched Camp Rock. I would probably watch Motocross before I watched Camp Rock. Yeah, I would definitely. I would watch the swap before I watched Camp Rock, just for wow. the second half. Just for the end. <laughs> just for the end. <laughs> I love the so end good. of the swap so stinking much. And it's when you so say good. motocross, you just mean the sport, right? Motocross. Just- <laughs> yeah, she-, <laughs> she would watch the sport before. <laughs> I like watching motocross. It's fun. Uh, I would. Oh, I would I watch anything? Smart House before I watched Camp Rock? That's an. Uh. Some of these movies are definitely not B minuses. Like the Phantom of the Megaplex is probably not a B minus. Even Steven's movie, I'm probably gonna bump down to a C plus. But that's for that's for later. For now, this is a C plus movie. It'll be it'll be an, a high. It'll be higher than Twitches. Holy crap! <laughs> um, yeah, that I have it a fifty five, which is okay. Way what's our too C plus range? Fifty one to fifty eight. I'm thinking like a fifty. Wes, do you need a picture of our? range sure he doesn't also have to give it a number he can just give it a oh he has to give it a number oh okay sarah's (laughs) adamant well i'm gonna give it a c plus 57 that seems fine to me i still had fun watching it it was paced well especially for being like an hour 40 it was pretty well paced i never was like oh this movie has so much time left the only time we did that was when we were like where's the chant and sarah's like there's a half an hour left there's a half an hour left we're fine (laughs) But it still didn't happen. 51. For people who don't know what the chant is, we're not going to tell you until the next episode. Uh, most people, I feel like, should know. But yeah, we'll talk about it in the next episode. All right. Did you give it a number, Kira? 57. Towards the top. Yeah, well, it needs to be above uh, Twitches too, which is terrible. Which I'm probably going to drop from a C+. Plus. I'm going to do quite a bit I of shifting. I forget that you... I always forget that you changed your double teamed. I'm like, we're only one number away on double teamed now. Yeah. Oh, double teamed. The worst dad. But not the worst, worst dad. 54. I gave double teamed like the base. Yeah, I gave it the worst B minus possible. But I would probably watch double teamed before I watch this movie. Just for the sake of plot. uh, would I watch this or Twitches first? I might watch this before Twitches. 
I would watch this before Twitches. I'm going to give this a 55. I would watch this before Twitches too. Oh, no, that is my Twitches score. Yeah, I'd watch this before the Twitches one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitches 2 is low. That's a 40. I thought I thought I was looking at Twitches 2 this whole time. No, yeah. I, I was like, wow, I was really nice to Twitches 2. I gave it a C+. Plus. No, I gave Twitches 2 a C-. Minus. Uh, Twitches yeah. 1, I gave a 55 C+. Plus. That's fine. I'll leave that there. What are you thinking, Wes? What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this... Uh, you know, I was trying to think what DCOM... Uh, have I seen what can I what comes to mind and I really couldn't think of any the the only one that could come to mind is not a decom and it's country bears <laughs> so comparing... I forgot they made that into a movie <laughs> too too high a budget to be a decom with all those bear costumes so uh, comparing bear, camp rock to one, country bears terrifying they're so scary in the movie they're comparing horrifying. Compared Camp Rock to Country Bears, you know, I'm going to give this a B plus, 82. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Ethan was so mean to Wendy Wu. I'm never going to let him live it down because he was like, um, this is like a B minus movie. And I was like, excuse you? Yeah. <laughs> also, I this is Wendy Wu. And thank you, Wes. I appreciate that you already went the route of like, I have to compare this to other Disney Channel original movies as opposed to comparing it to the world of movies because all of these movies are on a <laughs> bell curve. Yeah. <laughs> compared to movies that like movies that come out in theaters compared to these. It's such a yeah. difference. Yeah, right. And even, I feel like Country Bears should have been uh, DCOM. Probably. It, but it, was, it was not prepared was just... for, the <laughs> for prime time. It, it should have either been... A Disney Channel original movie or a straight to VHS movie, and instead they went neither. We're gonna we're gonna do what we can for these sad sad bears. Which even sadder is that I'm pretty sure the Disneyland Country Bears ride had already closed. Oh, really? Yeah. When did this? Like we're gonna close the ride, but bring out a movie. Yeah. Well, it's still it it, it was still at Disney World, but they closed the one at is Disneyland. Country bears- did they bring it back to Disneyland, or is no. it still? It's still closed. It's it's oh. where the the Winnie the, the Pooh ride Disney is. World. Oh no. right. But the right the movie was successful enough that they went and uh, did a tour with the puppets. That's not oh. true. That's not. Uh, it true. is. No. <laughs> it's from I see the YouTube videos. No <laughs> it's from 2002. I'm pretty sure actually that is before the Country Bears closed in Disneyland. So the movie came out and then they closed it. Nope, it closed in 2001. Just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait. Weird. Yeah. Let me just make sure that this is correct and I'm not just reading this blurb incorrectly. Uh, History. It opened in 1972. Yeah, it closed in 2001. So that, that movie came out. They were making that movie while closing the Disneyland attraction. <laughs> That's, That's weird. They knew that that movie was going to be bad. Yeah. Like, you would think that they would keep it open at least until after the movie came out in case people really loved the movie. And they they like, knew. They the knew. <laughs> they had the foresight to know. They knew uh. it was going to be the poor man's The Muppet movie. Oh, the poorest <laughs> man's The Muppet movie. <laughs> Where is he? Why is he not sending a picture of him for 2008? I'm going to send it. I'm going I'm going to find a picture of him then. That's the, he, I say maybe he, he's having the issue I had where I don't have many. Oh, he has at least two. He hasn't <laughs> even he hasn't two. even seen them. I just don't know where he is. I was more worried about my Farmville footprint. Yeah, oh, that's wow. the thing. Farmville. I had to poke all my friends. I had to throw sheep at them. Wow. Things I forgot about. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Stop. All right, Wes, Sarah, what is, what's the decom mission for this week? Uh, find a picture of yourself from 2008 and yes. share it with share us. It with us. Mm. Please Try do. and blow up balloons uh, <laughs> and have them oh, float. Oh, see if they float. <laughs> with your helium breath. Um, and then I'll do the nice one of, you know... Uh, try and find some music, listen to it, or play some that'll make you feel like you're shining. Or you and know, cut just out any music-related your... trauma. Yeah, cut out your music-related <laughs> trauma. If you play an instrument, go play it in the middle of the forest. Yeah, 
Go to the woods, play some music, listen to some music, you know. I prefer the forest. I prefer calling it the forest. Yeah. So. <laughs> it sounds far more magical and more yeah. isolated. Yes. Uh, next week is Camp Rock 2. So we'll see you for the I'm chant. That's, I'm excited for that movie just for that. That's all I'm excited for. Everything else is going to be garbage, but I'm excited for the chant. And the better hair. Don't forget about the better oh, hair. Oh, hopefully. I think. Oh, the Jonas Brothers have better hair. Demi looks exactly the same. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Right. Thanks for joining us, Wes. Wes, yeah, plug no your problem. stuff. Yeah, Again. Plug your stuff. Uh, yeah, you can check out my podcast that I do alone. Uh, we ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, <laughs> it's just a little project I've been working on by myself. Um, and... Uh, you can, I don't know. Yeah, send your kids to Milwaukee Public Schools. Help us increase our budget. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to plug. Nothing worth it. Well, if you if if there's a movie that we haven't done yet that you want to be back on for West, just let us know because this was fun. It was Country Bears. Let's get let's get <laughs> maybe, Country Bears. Maybe once we've gone through all of the Disney Channel original movies, maybe we'll switch over to doing the straight to VHS ones, and that one will just get an honorable inclusion because it should have been straight to VHS. Right. <laughs> all right, everyone. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.